Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting um, and joining us for our online worship service today. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It is a joy to have you join us and fellowship with us and enjoy this service with us. I want to give a shout out to our music team, Nicholas, Laurel, Bernard, and Lauren. That was an awesome performance. That is a pretty song, a very pretty song. And I like the video connected to it, the way you have us sing along with it. Lauren, I love that. 
So thank you for that congregational song that helped to open up and usher in the Holy Spirit in our worship service. I want to give some announcements and then we will continue with our service. So today after service, we're having our Zoom fellowship at 11 o'clock. And then tomorrow we have our Monday Zoom house party. And that will be at 1 o'clock and 7 o'clock. And everyone is welcome to today, the fellowship today and tomorrow. And on Wednesday, we have our, our Zoom Wednesday meditation at 7 p.m. And that will be uh, open to everyone as well. All of these activities, the links for them all, are on our website, unityfh.com. And um, the, the, you can look on the YouTube page for the fellowship for today, too. It should be on there and our Facebook page as well. I'd like you all to um, mark your calendars for the following dates. First of all, we have our World Day of Prayer meditation service on Wednesday, September 9th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. It will be a Zoom and it, the link is on our website right now. Then also, we have um, the GLERT coming up, which is the Great Lakes Unity Regional Conference, and that is September 21st to the 24th. So if any of you want to um, go to that online conference, you can go to our website, go under the calendar of events, and the information is there. I will be there that week, the week of the 21st through the 27th will be my week off, my first week of vacation off. And I'll be a part of that um, co um, online conference. So we will still be having our online activities. Elliot will be uh, hosting the Monday Zoom house parties at 1 o'clock and 7 p.m. So you can still participate with that. And on that Wednesday, which will be the 23rd, um, Reverend Bonnie Gardner will be leading your the our meditation service. So please continue to participate. You'll enjoy yourselves. On the 27th, we're having our All Music Sunday. And Nicholas and the music team are putting together an awesome service for you all. And then the next day, Monday, the 28th of September, we're going to start our Critical Conversations at 7 p.m. The link for that will be on the website as well. It'll take the place of the 7 p.m. house parties. And then we have our Giving Sunday on October 25th. So we got a lot of things coming up. So keep an eye on the website, unityfh.com. If you want to get more information on our activities, our classes, our groups, and our events, and also to sign up for the email blast. If you would like to schedule an appointment with me, or if you need to send in your prayer requests, you may do so at seniorminister at unityfh.com. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Just shoot me an email and I will email you back and we can set up an appointment either by Zoom or by a phone appointment. Also, if you need to speak to me because you have an emergency or something like that, you may call me at 313-515-3071. That concludes our announcements for today. So now as we listen to the beautiful voices of our music team sing Surely the Presence, let us allow ourselves to open up in our heart and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer.
The daily word for today, August 16th, 2020, is protected. The affirmation reads, I shine my light and feel protected. Let me say that again and then I'd like you to affirm it with me. I shine my light and feel protected. Together, I shine my light and feel protected. The message reads, Feelings of fear that creep into my life may conjure childhood memories or childhood memories of scary nighttime images and noises. As a child, I may have felt afraid of the dark or startled by an unfamiliar sound. But the morning sun always dispelled the darkness and I realized there was never anything to fear. I keep that knowledge alive as I let the divine presence within dissolve the darkness of fear and shine the light of comfort and safety. Now when darkness descends in my life, I remember the protecting love, presence, and power of God expressing as me. As I attune more fully to my divine nature, light dawns within my consciousness and I realize that God's protection is always mine. The scripture for today comes from Psalm 27 verse 1 and it reads, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Let us pray. And so please take a deep breath with me. Gently close your eyes as you exhale. And let your focus float down into your heart center, right in the center of your chest. Becoming present with this now moment. And God, we acknowledge your presence and your power. Knowing that you are the only power and presence active in our lives and in the universe. Knowing that we are one with your power and presence. So as you are absolute good, we are absolute good. Right now we open ourselves up. We allow our human side to decrease and let the spirit increase that we may hear and receive your word from the spirit within and allow your word to manifest within us and in our lives. In the mighty nature and name of the Christ that dwells within, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now as we allow our hearts to fill with gratitude, let us affirm our growth affirmation together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we will have our first special song entitled Different, and it will be led by Bernard. I really like that song. And then I will be back with our message for today.
for something familiar I can't waste a day I can't stay the same I wanna be different I wanna be changed Till all of me is gone And all that remains Is a fire so Thank you, Bernard. That was awesome. I really like when you sing. And I love it how you all, um, the, the performance was awesome, all of you together. I, I like that song and the way you sing it. And Lauren, that video was also awesome. I, I want to learn sign language. And I, I love the way you find videos sometimes that have sign language or the interpretive dance to it. That was awesome. Thanks again, everybody. So I heard this funny little story of this pastor who was passionately preaching to his congregation about death and final judgment. And he said, each member of this church is going to die and face judgment. And he notices this man in the front row starting to smile. And he says it again with more passion. Each member of this church is going to die and face judgment. And the man starts smiling even more. And so he slams his hand on the pulpit and says it again. Each member of this church is going to die and face judgment. And now the whole congregation is sitting up with their eyes open, serious and somber. And that man is still grinning. So he walks down and says, you know, each member of this church is going to die. And the man nods his head and grins even more. Frustrated, the pastor gets up, goes back up to the pulpit, finishes his sermon. And right after he's, after service is done, he makes a, a beeline to that guy. Says, why? He, I don't get it. He says, every time I said each member of this church is going to die, you smiled even bigger. Why? 
I'm not a member of this church. <laughs> What's the guy's reply? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, I, I crack myself up. If it, even if it doesn't make anybody else laugh, I crack myself up. So, <laughs> so we are in week three already of August. And in unity, August represents the spiritual faculty of will, which is our ability to command, to choose, to direct, to lead, and de to determine. And actually, Charles Fillmore says that the faculty of will is our exec executive faculty because once you make a choice and determine where your mind is, the rest of the faculties follow. So the, the disciple that represents will is Matthew because Matthew represents the deciding, uh, the decision-making part of the brain, I mean the mind. And also the area where the will would be located in the body, the spiritual center would be in the in the center of the brain. And that's right up there where understanding is, where your imagination would be, and where faith is located in the in the head. And so that's why it is really powerful to root your will, your choices in spiritual understanding, and also root them in faith with the imagination that what you are determining, what you are choosing is in your greatest and highest good and seeing that it is so. So all of those powers work together. Last week we discussed the question, what would you have me be? And we came to the conclusion that God would have us be the presence of spiritual love. That even in this pandemic, in this experience we're having in the United States with the Black Lives Matter, with the economic uh, situation that's going on with everything that's going on in the uncertainty of the, um, the times that we're in right now, we still concluded that out of that experience, God in every single experience of our life would have us be love, spiritual love, not human expression of love, but spiritual love. And so as I meditated on what to discuss this week, the question came to me, what would you have us think? And I went deeper into that, though, because a, a, a scripture came to me that brought up the idea, the, the question. Are you willing to be made new? Because I realized that even in the situation we're in right now, we have two choices. We can get caught up in the drama of the situation we can allow the situation to bring us down. We can take the thoughts that we are thinking on a regular basis, which have been said to be negative, that 90% of the thoughts that we think or are negative thoughts. And not only are they negative thoughts, they're old recycled negative thoughts that we are reliving over and over again every day. We can take the choice of through those negative thoughts that are coming from the human perspective, live in the drama of what's going on in the turmoil of worry and stress and tension and concern and fear because what shows up will be false evidence appearing real. We have that choice or we can choose to come from a place of moving through the experience, allowing ourselves to learn from it, get the lesson from the experience and let God create in us a new creature in Christ. And the truth is, the more we be the presence of love, which is the unifying essence of the being of God that that unites us and joins us and binds us with the universe and the humanity and everything in it. The more we live in that presence of being, the more we move into a deeper experience and understanding and awareness and realization of the Christ that we are. And a scripture came to me 
from that, when I, when I meditated on that, that as you move into a deeper experience of the Christ that you are, from your heart, the mind of your heart opens up into the realization of seeing things from a spiritual perspective instead of a human perspective. So as I meditated more and prepared for this talk today, the scripture that comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 and 17 came to mind. And I'm going to read them from the New Living Translation. Verse 16 says, So we have stopped evaluating others on a human point of view. At one time we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. Verse 17 says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. So I ask you, are you willing to be made new? And the key word here is willing because willing is meaning that you choose. You choose it. Are you willing to use your, your free will to choose to be made new? Or are you willing, are you willfully deciding to live in the drama of the situation of what's going on, getting caught up in the human experience of it, getting caught up in the false thinking, the false beliefs, the false words that co-create the experience that we're in or live as a new creature that opens up in a new vibration. When you live as a new creature, you let go of the old. You begin to transmute those thoughts in your mind, those negative thoughts in your mind into new thoughts. So what happens is we, from Rome uh, chapter uh, 12 of Romans, I'm in Romans chapter 12, verse two. What happens when you let go of the old is, is what is this chapter is um, what this says in chapter two. Uh, I mean, chapter 12, verse two. And it says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Charles Fillmore says that God's will for us is a will of perfection, a will to bring forth our joy, to bring forth all things good in our life. And um, Charles Fillmore, who is the co-creator of Unity, also says that when you move into living in the will that is connected in love and understanding, your will becomes God's will. And so here it says, do not, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. It says, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And when you change the way you think, he's not talking about on a human level here. When God transforms you, God transforms you on a heart level. The heart has its own mind and the language of the heart is your feeling. So when you move from the power of the mind of the heart, you are tapped into the feeling of love, which what we said is the essence, the pure essence of the being of God. And when you're tapped into the pure essence of the being of God, God transmutes you, cha transforms you and changes you through a form of metamorphosis, like a butterfly changes from one phase to another. And, and transformation is a changing and an altering of your mind, of your very character. So as you change your, the thoughts in your heart, the way your mind, th the way your mind thinks in your heart, using the vibration of your heart, you change the very vibration of your being and the character of the, the vibration that you think through, that you feel through shifts and your thoughts align with that. So I, I was uh, reading this story of this young lady whose name is um, uh, Liz Rodriguez. And Liz was talking about how when she was 14, she came over here from Mexico 
with her mom and her three sisters. And, and while they were, he, when, when they got here, they were being treated very unlovingly and with hate because they were immigrants from Mexico and they couldn't really speak very good English. Now she was not an American citizen and she was in the process of, um, becoming American an American citizen when her mom had to go back to Mexico to be with her father. It was supposed to be only a couple weeks and she asked Liz to take care of her sisters, but it ended up being three years. During that time, Liz is going through this terrible experience. She said it was the worst time of her life with people in school um, uh, bullying her because of the way she talked and just treating her so mean and even her, uh, her sisters the same way in the neighborhood, treating her mean because she was different. There was this one friend that came who helped her learn how to speak English and helped her do her homework, but it was still a terrible experience until one time, until the moment she went into church with her grandmother and she began to feel the presence of God and she learned that you could have a relationship with God. And she said she fell in love with God. She's a teenager and she fell in love with God. And she started to shift how she thought about herself, how she experienced the world. She felt like she belonged for the first time. She felt like some, that there was this being that loved her, that Jesus loved her and God loved her no matter who she was, where she came from or how she looked or even that she was different. And that transformed her from the inside out. It shifted her completely, created a confidence in her. And from that moment on, she continued to have a deep relationship with God. And when she graduated from college and ended up on an internship in Europe, she saw these immigrants being treated in Europe the same way she was treated when she was, came to the United States. And she thought to herself, God, I get it. My, the very thing that I experienced in the United States, you let me know how it feels so I can be the presence of love for these immigrants that I see that are experiencing the same thing that I experienced. And so she started coming from that presence of God the presence of God's love and allowing immigrants to come into her home and have dinner with her and to talk with them, showing them love, helping them feel a sense of belonging, sharing her story and her testimony with them and bringing them into the presence of developing a relationship with God as well. Through that experience, the worst time of her life, she allowed herself to be renewed she chose God. She chose love. She chose a relationship. She fell in love with God and she willingly allowed God to make her new. I also heard this story of this lady who her name is Laura Schultz and she was 63 years old in the 70s when she lifted up the back of a Buick off of the arm of her grandson and pulled him out and she didn't want to have an interview with this um, reporter because she felt that she didn't even do that from thinking. And it happened. She didn't realize she could do that. And she had that strength. And she realized, how did I waste my life? And he convinced her to go ahead and have the interview with him. And when she talked about how she felt about herself, and the words that she said about herself, he convinced her to, he said, it's never too late. And he coached her into going to college. Through that experience, she said that when he left, she had already started to change how she was thinking about herself. She ended up going to college. She ended up graduating from college in geogra uh, geography, and she ended up being a professor, a teacher. She was transmuted. She was changed through her thinking, through feeling differently about herself and through that vibration of feeling differently about herself, shifting how she thought about herself from the feeling of the heart, the language of the heart, it transmuted the thoughts in her mind. And then there was this other lady who I heard, her name is uh, Florence and she was trying to swim the California shoreline. And she had already swam the uh, 
English Canal, and now she was trying to do this. She had gone 15 hours, She and right when she was in the midst of it, she was starting to give up. Fear gripped her, and she started getting afraid of sharks, and she started feeling the cold, and she started just feeling nervous, and she, she gave up. Even though her mom was like, you're almost there, she gave up. Come to find out, she was right there, but the fog blocked her view of the shore. How many of us, when we're going through drama, like right now in this world, we can say that there's a spiritual fog. There's a, a, a fog with the pandemic. There, there's an uncertainty in the, in the economy. All of that can be considered a fog. But when your mind is transformed, you think the way Jesus does. And Jesus knows that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. That with God, all things are possible. In this situation that we're in right now, it is possible for us to have a good experience. It is possible for us to experience uh, that which is pleasing and perfect in our life. It is possible for us to be prosperous, but we have to allow God to move through us in our thinking. And so that leads us to the last scripture that I want to use for today. And it comes from Philippians. It's chapter four, verse eight. And when I was grown, when I was um, in my early twenties, I had a lady who worked with me, teaching me how to pray. And she brought the the scripture to me, which started to transmute me through to going through my metamorphosis, be my being willing to be made new. And it reads, "And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing: fix your thoughts on what is true." and honorable, and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Th think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. When you move into thinking about these things, the, all of these things are expressions of good. All of these things are expressions of God. When you shift your way of thinking and come from thinking with thoughts that have vibrations of love connected to them, the mind of the heart shifts you become lit up in a higher vibration of the Christ that you are and what happens is your light and your love that you're emanating from because you're still moving from the the question what would you have me be and now you're moving into as you ask what would you have me be God you allow God to transmute you in that which is new and when you move into a higher vibration of that love and light you become a healing vibration in the world. Your very thoughts send out a vibration that connects with the consciousness of the United States and of the world and adds an infusion of love and light. Aren't you ready and willing to be made new? During this experience, instead of being bogged down by the human drama that we're experiencing, let's rise up and be a powerful expression of love and light and be transformed by the renewing of our thoughts. Let go of the old and step into the new life that God has for you. The Bible says that God has a plan for our life. And it is of good and of a future and of hope. And in that plan is also God's, God's uh, desire for us to live that which is good, pleasing, and perfect. That is God's will. And as we let God's will be our will, and as we step into being the presence of love, we move into a higher vibration of who we are in God. And God moves us into being a new creature in Christ. Are you willing to be made new in every situation of your life? Those that are happy and pleasant and those that are not. Let God make you a new creature. Learn the lesson and let God make you new. I ask you again, are you willing to be made new? I am. Will you join me in that? <sighs> Namaste. So as I 
Let that sink in. I'm grateful for the way that God is always moving me to a higher expression of who I am, who God knows me to be, and a new awareness of it and a new creature, a new expression. It's not new in spirit, but it is new in the expression of my human mind and my human body. I'm ready. I'm ready to go higher. I've already been made anew, <laughs> but I'm ready to go into a newer expression. And so now let us prepare for our giving segment. Allow your heart to be filled with the consciousness of prosperity and joy and the giving, the spirit of giving. And know that I thank you for every single way that you give. And I love you all. And I'm grateful that you're a part of our spiritual community. And those of you who are visiting us, I'm grateful that you're here with us visiting. So let us uh, affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. For those of you who are giving online, you may go to www.unityfh.com. Click on the donate and you can go there and donate. You can do it either through credit card or PayPal. You can also designate how you'd like to pay. You can also donate through your purchases through smile.amazon.com. Every time you make a purchase through that website, proceeds go to um, as donations to the church. For those of you who are sending in your love offerings, you can send them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And for every way that you all give of your time, your talents, and your treasure to Unity of Farmington Hills, to each other, and, and to our community, I, as an as a ambassador of Unity of Farmington Hills, I'm grateful. And the board and I are very thankful for every way that you contribute to the expansion and prosperity of this church. So now we're going to have our second special song called The Well. It will be led by Lauren. And then I will be back to lead us in our virtual prayer circle and our prayer for protection. I'll see you in a minute. Leave it all behind Leave it all behind Leave it all behind Leave it all behind I have what you need But you keep on searching I've done all the work
That that was a pretty song. I like that song very much. I like the idea of um, leaving it at the well. I love that idea. Thank you for that, Lauren. That was an awesome um, video. And all of you, Nicholas, Laurel, Bernard, and Lauren, that was an awesome performance. Thank you for that. That was a perfect way to um, end the be, to come after the sermon, I mean the talk. So let's do our visual, our virtual prayer circle. Think about those who you'd like prayer for. Allow yourself to quiet down. Connecting with the re-aligning and affirming the consciousness of the Christ within. I was going to say connecting with the Christ within, but we're already connected. So let's affirm and acknowledge it again. And call out the names into the prayer circle. And God, as you hear these names, we thank you for blessing each and every soul that is in this prayer circle, this virtual prayer circle. We know that we may not be physically connected, but we are spiritually connected. And your presence is healing each and every person that has requested prayer. And in every single way that these persons, that these beautiful children of God need to be blessed. It is already done. We see it right now is already done. And we thank you for that. Thank you for blessing this worship service, for blessing everyone who contributed to bringing it together, everyone who contributed to promoting it. Thank you for blessing Unity of Farmington Hills. And thank you, God, for blessing the world. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection. Together, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Amen. For, for those of you who are joining me for the fellowship today. I'll see you at 11 o'clock. And for those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and have a beautiful week. Until next time, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid 
enjoying being the senior minister of Unity of Farmington Hills. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.